I am Steve Gerwick of www.grwck.net. Pro Wrestling since 1997. Check out all your late breaking news and information at gerwick.net. But you are now tuned into the Gerwick Report podcast. It is episode 159 of the podcast that tells it like it is. It is April the 17th, 2019. And thank you for joining us once again. Lots to discuss in this episode. We got WrestleMania, we got Hall of Fame. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. The WWE decided to shake up the rosters again. Frank D. Fabulous. Frankie Frankster D. Up in this bitch right now. You survived uh, WrestleMania seven hours long with the pre-show. I know you probably didn't watch all the pre-show. I actually did. Uh, I had just got home from a long trip, and here I am sitting watching WrestleMania. The pre-show's on. And I just had it run the whole day. WrestleMania's in the books now, Frank. Sum it up. What, what did you think of this show? Well, I didn't watch the pre-show at all. You know what I'm saying? I actually uh, started the show with the uh, Alexa Bliss promo, which then brought out the Hulkster, who got a tremendous pop at WrestleMania. Um, and honestly, you know something? Hogan is, in my opinion, back where he belongs. Okay, Put put all the, the, the dumb stuff aside that he may have said, and we've all said dumb things. The guy is the Babe Ruth of the WWE, WWF. If it were not for him, there would not be a WrestleMania today. And what's it going to do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you? So I think him being back there, especially in the uh, New York, New Jersey area, that was perfect. To sum it up, though, with Mania... I enjoyed the Fatal 4-Way Tag Match. Um, I enjoyed Shane versus The Miz. And I enjoyed Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. And that's pretty much where I cut it off right there. I've seen everything I need to see. Yeah, I actually uh, sat through most of the show. And I know with the coverage at Gerwick.net with uh, Michael Ribba uh, covering the show, after Kofi Kingston's match, the show just kind of fell off the tracks. It was had a lot of momentum going, and there was a lot of good things, as you said, on the undercard that you know kept my attention. And once Kofi won the championship, it kind of fell off. We saw the IC ch- championship match after that, of course, in the main event. We did this segment with Elias. Hello, I am Elias. Uh, Thugonomics. Thugonomics was back for WrestleMania, but... I don't know, Frank. The way they sequenced this show made me really scratch my head. We had the we had the two hour pre show, and then at seven o'clock, as you said, Hulk Hulk Hogan was out there. Alexa Bliss hold, uh, hosted the show, and then really out of nowhere, here's Paul Heyman, and we're starting the Universal Championship match as the curtain jerker, and then you had in the middle of the show the Daniel Bryan Kofi Kingston match. I think that was over at like nine thirty Eastern. So you're talking about halfway through the main show. 
your two world title matches are already have already happened. And I don't know, Frank, what do you think of the way they sequenced the show? Because to me, I, I don't know, maybe it was that the show was so long and maybe some people wanted to go home. They at least saw the, the two championship matches. But the way they sequenced the, the card itself made me really scratch my head because, you know, I understood that this night was all about the women. There was a revolution. There was women. But how could the semi-main event not at least be one of the championship matches? I just don't understand how they sequence the show. Maybe Brock Lesnar wanted to go on early so he can get the hell out. You know, that, that could be the case. I don't know. The, the sequencing is questionable. Um, it it kind of shows me, though, that the WWE championship is more important than a universal title. Because, you know, that whole Kofi, uh, Daniel Bryan story, the way they told it, I mean it got more exposure than the Universal Championship. Uh, and, and, that, and that, you know, I mean, I'm not a Seth Rollins fan by any means, but even he couldn't save this program with Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar wasn't even there half the time when they were trying to do anything. So it's kind of hard to promote a match by yourself when your opponent is not there. Um, other than that, I don't know. I, I just, for myself personally, after Kofi won the championship, you, you have to bring the people down. And I'm not sure exactly what match followed. I believe it might have been Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre that followed. No, so, um, Samoa Joe against Rey Mysterio, that one-minute okay, so, one match. They had. Right, okay, so that, that match, you know, that match was first, and then that one followed, uh, or, or um, after that was the Reigns-McIntyre. The thing that I can take away from this is how dead the crowd was for Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio, how dead they were for Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. The only time that they reacted is because of a fight going on in the crowd. So anytime the, the, the crowd got up, it wasn't for anything that was happening in that match between McIntyre and Reigns. It was due to a fight in the audience. Well, how could, how could they get into a match? It was one minute long. <laughs> well, I mean, Samoa Joe, yeah. you know, Samoa Joe versus uh, Mysterio was one yeah. minute long, but we're yeah. talking about the, the match between McIntyre and Roman Reigns. Right. That was longer than one minute, and the people just weren't into it. And then it just, it just flowed that way. And then there also was no appearance by Taker at this show either. True. And 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 I kind of think that kind of hurt. I mean, at this stage of the game, I mean, you know, honestly, dude, I, I go back to when the streak ended. Okay? To me, that's kind of where WrestleMania, to me, kind of died a little bit. Because every year we could look forward to the streak. Who's going to break the streak? And it was always a foregone conclusion that the Undertaker would beat whoever he had coming up against him in that match. So when they killed it, it, it kind of it, it lost a lot of luster for me at WrestleMania. I mean, we didn't have anything left for the show to begin with. And we fast forward now to this one, and they're right back in uh, you know New Jersey at uh, Madlife Stadium again, and they had one of the worst sets I've ever seen for the show. I mean, the last time they were there, they had the Brooklyn Bridge, they had the Statue of Liberty, they had a lot of, you know, just a lot of good artwork on their stage, and this year, just a damn screen. A screen, by the way, that was blocking people's view, who bought the cheap seat, by the way. And, and that blinding light. And that well. blinding light during the Randy Orton versus, uh, versus AJ Styles match, which I thought the match was, was okay. It wasn't the best that these two could do, by no means. It was okay. I forgot about that match. But I enjoyed it for what it was. Everything else in the card is questionable. I mean, you bring out Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. I mean, let me ask you a question, Steve. If this was a shoot, could Bobby Lashley 
actually, you know, I should say, if this was a shoot, could Finn Balor actually beat Bobby Lashley's ass? Well, I mean, that goes back to the argument we had in the last uh, podcast was, you know, when I see Ronda Rousey out there, I think she could kill these <laughs> kill these girls too. So. Well, yeah, she could. Yeah. She could legitimately destroy them if she wanted to. I don't get the hype, okay, about Becky Lynch. I don't understand the hype about the man. I don't get that myself. I don't get understand uh, Becky two belts, the whole gimmick. I'm just, I'm not feeling it. I think that she's overrated. When people say that she's uh, the Stone Cold Steve Austin of today, I seriously disagree with that. I, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at numbers. You're never, I'm looking at interest in a, in a product. When, when, I'm, I'm looking at this. I can walk down the street, and I can see people till this day, and this is true. This is legitimate. People to this day will wear Stone Cold Steve Austin t-shirts. Yep. People to this day will wear NWO. Yep. I never see anybody wearing a Baker Lynch shirt. <laughs> That's that I I've never seen it. Let me say this, Frank. You're never going to have a woman in our era, maybe any era, be Stone Cold Steve Austin. They're never going to push that. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin was the main player in WWE for a long time. It's not going to be Becky Lynch. It's not going to be any of, the, any of the any of the women they have. They're never going to push them like that. I mean, well, they, you got the you got the WrestleMania main event, but you're not the central storyline in WWE. No, you, well, well, no, no. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. I got to disagree with you on that. The entire build up from the Rumble to Mania was Becky Lynch and what she was doing, and, and she was getting that championship match and. Whatever. And she had to go out there and apologize to the McMahons and, and all of that. So, for a minute there, she was the focal point. But, did it bring in any new viewers to, to Monday Night Raw? Did it bring in any new viewers to SmackDown Live? Did it increase ticket sales at the house shows? Did it increase ticket sales for the two TV tapings? Did anybody come? It, was anybody more interested in the pay-per-views? Did the network numbers go up? while they were doing this because yeah. this was a huge build for Becky Lynch and then they added Charlotte. The only reason why Charlotte was even added to the match to begin with was because you needed somebody there that can carry the shit. You need somebody there who's a strong worker. And I'm sorry, Becky Lynch, she is not. Okay, and I don't care what Dusty Rhodes tweeted out years ago about Becky Lynch. I'm sorry, I don't see it myself. No, I don't see No, I'm not. I I agree with you. She was the main focal point from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania because you had to build that matchup and that storyline. I'm talking about when they people when people compare Becky Lynch to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Steve Austin was the main event for show after show after show after show after show. Give me a hell yeah! You're not going to get that with Becky Lynch. You're not going to get that with any of the women in WWE. That that was my point. I don't see the parallels at all. I mean, she doesn't have the, the mic ability of Stone Cold Steve Austin. She doesn't have the wrestling ability of Steve Austin. So I don't, I don't understand how she's the man. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't I, that's what I'm saying, that. dude. Right? I don't, I, mean, I, don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe at all. that's just, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just stuck in that bubble, the bubble of being an asshole. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, I don't get it. She's a woman. How can you be the she's man? She's the man. But, but she's the man. How? I don't know. By what, by what measurement? I mean, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it myself. I, I don't know. I mean, but, does she but, have equipment that we don't know about? I, how can she be the man? Yeah, to accept Robin's that. No, I don't want to go there, but I'm just saying, how can she be the man? And I, 
I think they did a pretty good WrestleMania main event, but I mean, now you're talking. It came on like at midnight, Eastern time. Right. It's it's seven hours. I mean, if you turn down the pre-show, and I I had the pre-show on. I didn't watch like every minute of it, but I had it right. on. You know, I just got back from a trip, so I'm putting stuff away and and the suitcase put stuff away and. But I, you know, I got it on and I'll keep an eye on what's going on. And here it is. It's midnight, and I didn't even know if I could stay awake for the whole show. And I don't even know how I made it through. I guess just adrenaline rush about 11 o'clock. But I was eager to see how they were going to portray this, I don't know, seven and a half hours. And I really feel for the fans that got caught in the transit or or, or had to find a, an Uber and, driver and for like, 200 and, bucks at 2 in the morning. Were, oh and, and they were freezing out there. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they were I mean, freezing. Yeah, it's April, early April in New York City. I mean, or, or New, I mean, New Jersey, but I mean, come on. I, I mean, I'm watching. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the you know I'm looking out on Facebook, you know, and I'm checking this out. And there and there's two guys uh, at the show um, from a, a page on Facebook called the Spotlight. I'm pretty sure you're aware of it. Yes. And uh, JJL and uh, the future greatest of all time. They're both at Mania. And JJL took a picture, and he's like bundled up. He's freezing. Yeah, he's freezing his ass off out there. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, it's just the. I mean, I wouldn't have been out there, you know. And then there's rumors that you know, in in, in 2000, you know, 37, WrestleMania is coming out here to, to California, and it's going to be at the new stadium that they're building. Um, will I be there? I don't know. I, I just know I ain't spending five dollars on no Coke. But oh, by then it'd be ten dollars. Probably, yeah. Yeah, to pay for that big building. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I just I just remember back in the day when WrestleMania was about three hours, maybe four. Yeah. And it was a lot more enjoyable. Yep. I, I don't need seven and a half hours of wrestling, of, of WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Especially after you just had NXT, then you had the Hall of Fame. And then you had WrestleMania, and then you got to do Raw, and then you got to do SmackDown. I just, my God, man. You talk about overkill. You talk about oversaturation of your products. But, hey, they know what they're doing. They know the metrics. They got it all figured out, so more power to them. Yeah, they're going to say they're making more money than they ever have. The the WWE Network is very successful. Well, that's the reason why they're making more money than they ever yeah. had because because they have more revenue streams now to make money than they did back in the day. I mean, they I mean McMahon was smart. McMahon went out there and and bought the WCW for whatever he bought it for. Utilized that video library. He's made that back tenfold. Okay, he's went out there and bought ECW. Made money off of that. So every I mean so, so they basically have monopolized. You know, sports entertainment, professional wrestling in the United States, and they have gained so much, you know, so many assets, so much collateral that they they've gained, and they have all they just they just have a huge market share right now, and nobody is denying that. But is the product growing here in the United States, or is it declining? I I tend to believe what I what I you know read on Facebook from Chris Cruz that it's a decline. Oh, absolutely, it's in decline. Look at these TV numbers. I mean, look at the superstar shakeup. You would you would think that that would draw some interest on Raw, right? Well, who's going to come over from SmackDown to Raw? No one gave a shit. Well, I mean, they, they jump shows all the time. I mean, it's nothing like they're what's exclusive so to one brand. Now? Yeah, exactly. So what's so what's so special about it now? What's so special? Oh, hey, listen, 
if, if I got to put now, you know, you know, you and I were talking before we did the show. We were talking about WCW versus WWE, which one was better, you know, and, you, you know, brought up like, oh, you decided once one side. Well, here's the thing. I've always been a SmackDown guy. So now that you've taken essential parts of the SmackDown puzzle and you've placed them on Raw, I no longer have reason to watch SmackDown. I was barely watching to begin with. I was only watching it for AJ Styles, to be honest with you. But now you put AJ Styles on Raw, I can't watch three hours of Raw. I don't know I, anybody I don't, I don't can. I want to watch the 90 minutes condensed version on Hulu. I, honestly, I don't know who sits through these shows. I mean, I was watching SmackDown, this long segment with the, with the women out there, with uh, Becky Lynch. She's got both right. both belts, and then you got the Iconics out there, and then you got Asuka out there, and you got Paige out there, and it's like the segment just went on and on and on. And then they finally built to a eight-women match, tag match, and it's like, who sits through these shows? It's painful sometimes. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah, really fuck. The fuck more than anything that I've ever fucked before. Yeah. I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know who sits through three-hour Raws, other than people on the Internet that's covering it for these websites. I mean, honestly, how can you sit there in today's era where you can just flip to another channel, you can turn on your PlayStation or your Xbox, or you can stream music for free on your on your phones. How can you sit there and watch three hours of wrestling? On top of it, these commercial breaks are so just break up the show. I mean, you're sitting there and now they have commercial breaks during matches, which I, I totally hate. I mean, it like totally takes away from the match. Here you got half of a screen, somebody's wrestling in, in this little box, and over here you've got a promo for the USA Network. It's like yeah, but I mean, I don't come care. on now. See, see now, see you know, see now you're nitpicking because here's the thing. If you write a TV taping and that show goes to commercial, what you're saying, that, that's what I like about the commercials on the on the side during the match. Because I'm like, okay, so this is what's going on in the arena right now. That's cool. I like that part. I actually do like that. I, it's not cool when you're in the arena, though. You got to sit through all those damn commercials. So it's cool to actually you know, be able to watch the I, – I can see the boring-ass commercial and still watch the match at the same time. And I so tell you, I have no, I have no I, I tell you another thing I'll nitpick about, might as well while we're just laying everything on the line here. I know you're into horror movies and thrillers and things, but, man, when I sit there and watch USA Network and all their shows are spooky horror pictures and, <laughs> I mean, my gosh, yeah. there's nothing about the, there's not, I mean, I'm not into that at all. It's just, right. it's, it's, it's like redundant overkill. It's like every show they have, it seems like that's what their promo is for, and it's just... Well, Steve, oh my the, the, you know, right now, you know, right now, the horror genre, sir, okay, is is getting is, is receiving a huge resurgence right now. That's what's going on. We've we've had, you know, the the Conjuring series has come out, the Insidious series have come out. Uh, we we've we've had a lot of stuff. We had Halloween come out last year. Jamie Lee Curtis came back to the franchise. So it's on a research right now. I mean, look what's going on. Look, look at look at the promo right now with Bray Wyatt. Have you seen that with the puppets? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That shows you right now where where we're at right now, and and that's just what it is. Horror is just on a comeback. Horror is on an upswing. So get used to it. Yeah, I mean, just for me, who who's not into that, it's just it's kind of like overkill. Maybe you but, should broaden your horizons a little bit. Uh, you know, I guess it all changes this fall when they switch networks. I mean, when they go to Fox, which I guess. 
I don't know, Frank. I, I, I was under the impression, and we can talk about you know the roster shakeups, but yeah. I was under the impression that SmackDown was going to come out way ahead this time because they're going to Fox, and we hear so much things about Fox wanting this to be you know, on the same level as, as Raw. It wanted to be the main show. They're spending a lot of money to get uh, SmackDown on Fox. They want the A players on the show. They rumors they What want, A players? Well, I mean, they wanted Ronda Rousey, I know, was a name that popped up. And, of course, she's, I guess, taking a break to uh, become pregnant. Right. But, but, but but here's the thing. Yeah, she's she yeah she's living her damn life outside of wrestling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But here's the thing. Yeah, who are the A players? That's a good question. I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who are the A players? Like, who, who are these these big superstars they're referring to? Because I, I don't, know. I don't see them. I don't know. I see them? Is it is it Roman Reigns? No. Hell. Hell no. Is it is Seth Rollins? No. No. Is it Kevin Owens? No. No. Is it Kofi Kingston? No. No. So, so who's who's this, who's the big time players are referring to? I think they're going to do another shakeup in a few months. It's going to be probably after SummerSlam, is when they'll do the next one, and that'll be into the fall with them coming over to Fox. I mean, I agree with you. That main player they have to me is AJ Styles. Well, they already sent him to Raw, and now they sent him to Raw. So, exactly. I, you know, this shakeup that was supposed to benefit SmackDown, I don't know. I mean, you just traded players for players. I don't. I don't see anything that. I mean, to me, it was like 50-50. I don't think any any, any roster came out ahead. I mean, it's, it's the same I guys. I don't, so. I, don't, I don't think so either. I, I think that, I mean, you know, they say Raw is the A show, and, and that's that's fine because it's it's the, it's the longest-reigning show. I get that. The longest-running you know, show on, on USA Network or, or as far as the WWE goes. I understand that. But when you talk about superstars and A-plus players, I don't see any. I, I just see a bunch of cookie-cutter guys out there. That's what I see. I don't. I don't see. Any, there's no, nobody stands out no. on that show. No. And it's, and, and it's like, and you know, the thing. It, it's it's good that we're talking about the the roster shakeup right now. The thing that really pissed me off that I saw, and it's just to me they were doomed the moment they came to the main roster when they had nothing creative for them. They did nothing for nothing for them at all. These guys could have been tag team champions by now. I thought it was a, a stable that I mean it had a lot of potential. I'm talking about sanity and the fact that they sent Eric Young to Money Night Raw as a solo, and I guess Alexander Wolf has requested his release from the company, and Killian Dane is going to remain on SmackDown. I, I just I, I cannot believe that. That that to me just made absolutely no damn sense. But I guess Vince just he, he he just didn't get the stable or whatever. Sanity was cool, man. And with Nikki Cross with Sanity, even better. So I didn't get that. I mean, could you imagine Sanity versus the Wyatt family? If they were ever to bring the Wyatt family back? But I'm not surprised. I mean, look at when they brought Anderson and Gallows in there and they had him as a club. And then they sent AJ to SmackDown and they had Anderson and Gallows remain on Raw. Doing nothing, just like they're doing nothing now. So I'm not surprised at all. Well, I guess with Luke Harper leaving, I don't know who would be the Wyatt family now. I don't know. I think we're. I, I kind of think we're way past the Wyatt family at this point. I agree. But I was just, I was just using that as an example of you know what that could have been if they would have had, the, had that that faction feuding with with Sanity. That would that that would have been business right there. But you know, just like <laughs> they bring up War Machine, aka the War Raiders, and now they're the Viking <laughs> Experience. 
Because they don't want anybody. They don't want to have. I guess the 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 scuttlebug is they don't want to have war in the name. Wasn't the show called Raw is War? Yeah. Well, hey, let them tell this. You know, let let them tell it. It's it's 2019. They can't have it anymore. You know, we can't have war. Who the? They've been doing it in NXT. In 2019, a woman is the man. I don't know. Maybe wrestling's passed us up, Frank. I don't know. I don't get it. I, I listen. I'm just like everybody else. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just waiting for AEW. All right. Now, if I want to watch good wrestling, Steve, I'll tell you what I do. When I want to watch good wrestling, I just watch MLW on YouTube. Okay, that's what I do. They've got a pretty good roster. Sure do. So that's what I, that's what I go and watch. And I'll occasionally go watch the New Japan. I mean, my favorite tag team in New Japan right now is the Gorillas of Destiny. I watch, uh, you know, some New Japan. I, I really don't watch the WWE's product all that much. And people say, well, how, how do you do that when, you, you know, you guys do a podcast, you got a Facebook group. How, how the hell do you not watch your product? It's very simple. I don't watch your product. And we're not alone. Look at these numbers. We're not alone. I, I, if I want to keep up with what's going on, listen, I, can, I cannot watch Raw for four months, in which I have not watched Raw in four months. I, I can keep it going and not miss a damn thing. No. I'll just go on YouTube and just watch the clips of what happened on Raw, and I'm caught up. And it's just it, nothing's changed. You bring out Stephanie. You bring out Shane. You bring out Vince. You got Trips out there cutting the promo and getting a damn paper stuck in his damn jacket. Okay, you know, <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. And you, and you forgot the highlight of Mania, man. You didn't even mention the highlight. What was the highlight? The highlight of Batista falling on his ass getting in the ring. <laughs> Come on now. How are you going to forget that? Oh, that's such a memorable moment. Delete! 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 And seeing uh, the Ric Flair skeleton come out and help Triple H at the end, too. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's dirty. Well, I, it is what it is. Dirty. I mean, we tell it like it is, don't we? Yeah, we tell it like it is, but even I wouldn't go that far. He looks really bad. I mean, I'm, I don't... I mean, I'm happy that he's live and he's, he's functioning, but... He looks really bad. I don't know. I hope, I hope yeah. he's. I hope. Hey, I hope health wise he's okay. He gets checkups and everything's fine. I'm, you know, great to see the surprise birthday party they had for him. But he's looking really rough out there. Well, you know, that's the thing. See, when you have near death experience and you get old, uh, you start looking like it that. Does happen? Yeah, I understand. I mean, when you're Ric Flair and you've led that lifestyle. Exactly. Styling and profiling for a long time. Hey, listen, diamonds are forever, and so is Ric Flair. Well, let's hope he's around for a, a while longer, but uh, hopefully he's taking care of himself. Maybe, maybe he is now. Maybe he's taking. Uh, he's well, he has Fifi. Yeah, Fifi. Yes, he You know, with him now, and I haven't heard anything from Conrad Thompson to you know make me think anything is going on. So good. Everything is all copacetic, man. That's good to hear. And obviously he's, he's got, he's got, a, I mean, he's got Charlotte Flair. Exactly. He's you know? Charlotte Flair's father. Yeah, that's right. That was, and, that was really cool to I see know, him do that too. You know, a lot of people out there don't like her for some reason because they think that she only got where she's at because of her name and who she is. Bottom line is Charlotte Flair is one, without a doubt to me, the best female wrestler on that roster, period. Is her boobs getting bigger? Boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that again. Boobs. You got to ask Andrade that. Oh, my goodness. I mean, 
I mean, she was posting pictures from, like, the beach, and she's standing there like, the old Coco Beware with the bird, and it's like, all you could see are these two basketballs sticking out, you know? It's like, wow. Two ferocious pit bulls. <laughs> are they getting bigger or what? That was in my imagination, but my it, goodness. It, yeah, it could, it, they could be getting bigger. I don't know. They could be. I know she's not the man. So. Uh, hell no. Nah. She's all woman. <laughs> You know, another thing, as we were just you know talking about WrestleMania too, uh, tying kind of tying everything together here was uh, one of my all-time favorites had his last match. You know, he got a lot of backlash. Kurt Angle's final match, right? And you know, a lot of speculation who the opponent could be, and they went with Baron Corbin, who I see nothing in this guy at all. But this was the guy, and then he got some flack for you know he lost his last match and. I mean, it's a retirement match. There's no, no problem with him losing the match. It doesn't do anything for him to lose a match, but Baron Corbin, it just it was like a six-minute match. It didn't seem like it had any any flow to it. Uh, didn't really tell much of a story in the ring, and then it's just, you know, he just kind of laid down and let Corbin beat him. And I don't know, Frank, uh, I, again, I have no problem with, with Angle losing his retirement match on the big stage WrestleMania, but Baron Corbin? So here's the bottom line. When it comes to Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle, I, I was one of the people when this, a match, this match was first announced, I'm like, eh, scratching my head, what? Baron Corbin, right? I mean, this is Kurt Angle's final match in WWE, final match at WrestleMania, Baron Corbin. I didn't like it either, but I understood why they did it. They obviously see something in Baron Corbin that the rest of us don't see, okay? We don't see what Edge sees, okay? So they put him in the ring with Kurt, and they wanted him to get the big win because they obviously have future plans for Mr. Corbin. They think Corbin is going to be a, a big superstar. I commend Baron Corbin for cutting his hair. That that's that was a good move. One thing that I'm not digging, though, is, and this is really makes me not so much of a fan, is I don't like his current wrestling attire. The guy needs to get some gear. I don't know why they have him out there with, a, with, with some slacks on and a shirt. Uh, is he corporate Kane? You know what I mean? <laughs> doesn't look very comfortable to wrestle. Does, it, it, no, it doesn't. Okay. No. And, and, you know what I'm saying? So change up the gear. Other than that, I don't have a problem with Kurt Angle putting him over at Mania. I don't have a problem with the match because it's what you're supposed to do when you're going out. You, you go out looking up at the lights. Kurt Angle's had a great career. Kurt Angle, I would dare say he's in the same predicament that Singh was in where majority of all – the matches that he could have been having in WWE, he had him at TNA. And and by the time he got back to WWE, he was already wrecked. And Kurt Angle shouldn't have, have even been wrestling, if you want to be honest about it. I mean, the guy was like, he can barely stand up straight. He just, I mean, Kurt's a, a show of himself. And it's very sad to see that. So I'm, I'm kind of glad that at this point it's over. You know, he's just, the, the guy's body has had it. It's done. Are you enjoying this edition of the Gerwick Report podcast? Give me a hell yeah! I said give me a hell yeah! Did you know that every edition of the Gerwick Report podcast, the GRP, is archived at www.gerwek.net? Really? 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 Oh, it's true. It's damn true. The Gurwick Report podcast has interviewed some of the biggest stars in the wrestling business. 
Hi, I'm Eric Bischoff. He's the king of the mountain, Jeff Jarrett. Stevie Richards. Former WWE superstar Ricardo Rodriguez. Teddy Long. Ron Summer, a.k.a. Baruch. Christopher Daniels. He's Frankie Gazarian. The Hockey Talk Man. The greatest intercontinental heavyweight champion of all time. Matt Hardy. Rob Van Dam. Paul London. Ted DiBiase, the billion dollar man. You remember me? <laughs> Carrie Reynolds, and you are listening to the Gerwick Report podcast with Steve Gerwick and Frank D. I don't miss it, neither should you. And that's the bottom line. Cusco, go, go. Well, it's interesting. I, I don't like Baron Corbin at all. I never did since he's been on the main roster, to be in all honesty. But I don't know. Who, who would you put here in this match? You know, there's a lot of speculation. Maybe Drew McIntyre, maybe John Cena. I guess he wanted John Cena to be his final opponent. Uh, they didn't grant that, but who should have been his last opponent out there? If they had done it, you know, if if, if they would have had some build to it, you know, I would have loved to have seen a, a, a match, you know, a retirement match with Daniel Bryan versus Kurt Angle. Yeah. I, I would have loved to have seen that, you know, and maybe have given Kurt one more run with the belt or something like that. You know, if he wins, he's a champion. If he loses, he retires. I would have won with that. Or, 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 I dare say, Kevin Owens. I was looking up the time because I knew it was a pretty short match. Six-minute six match. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it basically was a Raw match, really. I mean, it's on the big stage with WrestleMania. Do you think those were Raw matches. I mean, do you think it was six minutes because of Kurt Angle's ability at this point, his, his, his body? I, 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 I think it was six minutes because I think that played a part, yes, but I think it was six minutes because the show was going too long. How can a show seven hours go too long? Um, I mean, you know, if you if you uh, I don't know if you caught the story or not, but someone was saying that the reason why they had the show go for as long as they did was because I think they said that they need so many hours of content watched on the network. To appease the, I guess, the shareholders or something. So that's the reason why the show went as long as it did. That's why a lot of these shows are now going over what they, you know, are, are originally allotted for. We didn't necessarily have a specific time of how how long WrestleMania was going to be. No. They just kept it going, going, and going. And I guess that's what they were doing. I guess they have to meet a certain, you know, metric, in, in order to appease uh, the, uh, you know, the people. So that's why it went as long as it did. They, they they did it by design. But, I mean, if you're at WrestleMania, I mean, the, the whole thing with WrestleMania, with WWE these days is it's a kid's show, right? It's They're definitely geared for the kids. And you, how can kids be – I know if you're, at the, if you're home on the network and your kid has to go to bed at 9, 30, 10 o'clock, you can watch the show the next day or the, the final two hours or whatever. But there was a lot of kids at the show. How – you know, how do they get – Well, a lot of people that got stuck after the show. Yeah, I mean – don't they consider those people too? I mean, shareholders are great, but Listen, they got your, they they already got your money. Okay, they yeah. got your money. You're gonna be there. Shut up and watch some wrestling. Yeah, I, I, I guess. You know, listen, listen, listen. Here's the thing. Okay, nobody said that you had to stay there the entire show. Well, for as, sure, much, as sure much as you're so. paying for those tickets, you're staying for the whole damn show. Oh, I, oh no, dude, I would have been gone. I told you already, the show was over when Kofi won the belt. It really was. I would have been yeah. satisfied with that ending in the left. Which should have been, I'm not saying this should have been the main event, but at least the co-main event, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah it should have been the co-main event, exactly. Yes. I mean, the, the way they sequenced this show, I, I just don't understand. I mean, Kofi won at 930, and then after that, it was so anticlimactic. 
Well, because people already got the payout. They already saw what they wanted to see. Right. So why why put it on at nine thirty? I don't know, man. It's in the middle of the show. I think it goes back to what you said. They were thinking about the kids. No, they don't care about the kids. Well, I, we know this. L- unless you want the kids to get the pancakes or whatever. But Right. And that's another thing, too, man. <laughs> okay? I, I, I understand it. I get it. But mind you, I was happy Kofi won. But then I thought about it for a minute, and I was like, hmm, the WWE champion one of the most prestigious titles in the company is out there throwing pancakes. Yeah. What 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 is up with the pancakes? I don't know. I I don't get it, man. I mean, like, week I, after I week, uh, you know, as, as a gag once or once or twice, but every single week. Yeah. Uh, uh, pancakes. Pancakes. Right. Which last I, night they made I, Kevin Owens eat a stack of pancakes to be an honorary member of the New Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is he turning heel yet or what? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I didn't watch the end of the show because uh, I couldn't really sit through it. After that women's segment with the eight on or the four versus four, that really killed it for me. I, I don't know. It's the, boy, these shows are just. <laughs> I mean, a roster shakeup. They 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 changed a handful of guys. You had to sit through three hours of Raw if you wanted to know who they were changing. Then there was two hours of SmackDown. They really didn't announce many. And there was people they announced after the show got switched. Like, Mickey James got switched. I didn't see her get switched. But I guess she got switched. Hey, what's up, players? This is Teddy Long. And if you want to look like a true player, then you need to get yourself a Gurick Report Podcast T-shirt. That's right. Get yourself the Gurick Report Podcast T-shirt, the same one that I'm wearing and sporting and looking good in it each and every day. And if you want to get one of them, all you got to do is go to Pro Wrestling Tees. That's ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gurick. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gurick. Get your T-shirt today, and you can look as pretty as me. Holla. You know, they used to do the draft. And it seemed right. like it was a bigger deal then. This just seemed like, hey, we're just moving some guys over. No big deal, but, you know, it's, it's a shake-up and things are going to change. And, and and the thing, too, is, you know, like, this affects NXT, too. And I'm like, yeah, they, they take talent from NXT, but nobody's going to NXT. You know, they pulled a couple of uh, the more talented people to move up move up to the main roster, which is good. Well, but, well that's bullshit because yeah. the, the Velvet Taking Dream is still on NXT. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, undisputed era. They're still in NXT. Yeah. But I mean, it's like this. This also affects NXT. But I mean, they they just lose people. They don't gain anybody. <laughs> Nobody went to NXT. Right. But it's just the way they do this. I mean, there's no draft, no general managers involved. It's just, you know, like uh, they're doing this segment, and all of a sudden Finn Balor comes out, and now he's, hey, I'm on SmackDown now. Like, oh, great. Who cares, you know? Right. Why should I care? Hey, hey, any chance of Finn Balor um, hooking back up with, with Anderson and Gallows uh, the, the, to form a stable, uh, maybe pff, the club or something like that? No. You, you don't think that's going to happen? You, no. you think that WWE is like, they've they moved on from that since the, the really the popularity of, of Bullet Club is really not there anymore? I, I think I'm here is Anderson and uh, Gallows are gonna, is going to leave the company. Oh really? Yeah, when their contracts are up. 
All right. Well, we'll, we'll see about that because you yeah. know money, money talks and, and the bullshit walks. So we shall see if they leave. Well, I mean, are you are you finally come to the realization that Dean Ambrose is leaving? Um, I'm I'm not sure if Dean Ambrose is leaving or not. It's weird. It's really weird the way they do this. And now, what on Sunday you can watch what the final chapter of the Shield on the network? I hope it's the final chapter. I, listen. I am so sick and tired of of the Shield. Okay, like they are the greatest thing ever in the world of wrestling. No, they're not. Believe that, player. And, and I don't care what anybody says. All right, the only the only part, uh, I mean, to me at the Hall of Fame, that was cool that China finally got her just due, and she got she finally got it. China could have went in by herself, but we all know that ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. But. For for them to act like like DX is like the greatest faction of all time, and no, no, I, I don't I don't I don't really care for Sean Waltman all that much, but Sean Waltman said it best. If it wasn't for the Click, there would be no DX and there would have been no NWO because they were born from the Click. So on that one, I agree with, and I'm only saying that because I want NWO to finally get his just due. I think they will eventually. I mean, they're going to put everybody in at some point. So they're, they're... Hey, Booker, Booker T. C. Ray, hey, I, I really enjoyed their speech. Congratulations. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Booker T., the five-time champion. You're listening to the Gurick Report podcast with Steve Gurick and Frank D. Now, can you dig it, sucker? Two really talented guys, too. Yeah, exactly. Hockey Talk Man, hey, been on GRP a couple times. He anointed me the fabulous Frankie D., Hey, congratulations to, to Honky Talk, man. He went out there and shake rattle and rolled, man. So, you know, he finally deserved it. A lot of people didn't think it was going to happen, but I think Honky finally came to a realization, you know, listen, it's going to either be now or never. Yeah, congratulations. I think he wanted it. Congratulations to the Honky Talk, man. Definitely and, deserves it. Long overdue for him as well. And, you know, the thing about it that's funny, I was thinking about it the other day, is that, you know, the Honky Talk, man, is – the longest reigning Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion of all time, right? WWE has never broken that record. So that'll tell you what they think of Hockey Talk, man. Was it like 14 months? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's a little over a year, so. Exactly. So that shows you right there what they think of the man, to never break his record. You know something? This came close. I was thinking about last night when they doing this uh, roster shakeup or superstar shakeup, whatever you want to call it. Kofi Kingston is the champion right now it's uh april 17th as we record this uh they're switching smackdown to fox this fall i believe it's october uh do you think kofi kingston is still the champion going into the fall season no and the reason why i don't think he will be is because um they've already kind of put the word out where i read that the next one in line is vince wants randy orton to be champion again Yep. He feels that Randy Orton is the perfect image for what they want to do on Fox. He's a he's he's a superstar that can pull it off. I don't agree with that. Oof. Oof. <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. No. I, I think I think Randy is uh is good. I think Randy Randy is a smooth performer, but does he need to be WWE champion right now or, or moving you know, moving them to Fox and he's coming in as a champion. Does that need to happen? I don't think so. I mean, you're better off putting the belt on rings. I would agree with that. I don't think he, I don't think Kofi is going to be the champion either going into. I think Kofi drops Fox. that. 
I think Kofi drops it at SummerSlam. That seems about right. He gets about four months. Yep. A few pay-per-view title defenses, and then they switch. I I think, honestly, I'm I'm hoping that at some point that they're going to feud him with Big E Langston. You know, I think that him coming, you know, Big E finally turning heel on the New Day, he wants that, yo, he wants the trap. I think that can happen. I would love to see that myself. For all of your pro wrestling news, check out goek.net, your number one source for wrestling news since 1997. They're going to make the switch to Fox. Fox, we've already heard one of the A-team, the A-players, which we kind of pointed out they really aren't on WWE right now. But right. do you think much changes with the show once they switch to Fox? Well, let's think about that for a second. Fox says they want an edgier product. They they pretty much Fox is saying that they want the Attitude Era WWE. That's what they're looking for. And I don't think WWE is going to do that. They are trying to keep it PG. They're trying to stay where they are because they have sponsors, Steve. So you can't piss off the sponsors. But also, you got a company over here paying you a billion dollars for SmackDown. So what are you going to do? Shouldn't have the, you know, I, I don't know if I buy all these reports because you would think when they were negotiating the deal with Fox, the content of the show may have come up at some point. Who's to say that it didn't? Yeah, so uh, I don't know if I buy these reports that says Fox wants edgier, and, or if they do want edgier, then WWE would have agreed to it. I think then they don't just say, oh, 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 now Fox wants an edgier show. I mean, that's the way it's portrayed. But I don't. I don't, I don't think it's that. portrayed that, that. I don't think it's portrayed that way at all. I think when when the, the news came out about them going to Fox and about the money, I believe they said at that point that Fox told them they wanted an edgier product, the SmackDown brand at least. So they, yeah, they should have discussed this in negotiations and say, okay, well, once you get the show on our network, we want Ronda Rousey, we want this, we want that. This is the way that the show is going to go. So right. Well, I mean, like I said, who who's to say that that didn't happen? Yeah. I think it might have happened. And, you know, Ronda Rousey is going to be gone for a while now. So I <laughs> I don't know. When she comes back, do you think she goes to SmackDown? I'll, probably, yes. And I'll tell you why. Simply because Becky Lynch is on SmackDown. So I think we're going to see that feud, you know, come up one more time. Yeah, I and, saw- I, and I think, well, I think we'll might, we might see it at SummerSlam, to be honest. Oh, you think Ronda Rousey's going to... Rousey's going to be there for SummerSlam? I think she might make her return by SummerSlam time, yeah. Wow, because mm-hmm. it sounds like she's trying to get pregnant right now. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. unless the guy shoots blanks, uh, <laughs> she'll be back at SummerSlam. I don't know how you shoot some blanks there. Well, you know, yeah. yeah? He wasn't shooting blanks at that uh, Bret Hart stalker, though. No, that dude should have got his ass kicked. And I, I went back, you know, after that happened. And um, I saw the footage. It made me just that last shot about Dash Wilder when he, <laughs> did, when, he when he got him right in the head. That was funny. It, it made me go look up every time a fan has stormed the ring and got his ass kicked. So you know, I, I, I saw the um, the infamous um, the the video uh, from Bash at the Beach '96 where the fan came in the ring. I, I guess he was going to confront Hogan. And Nash knocked him down, and they started stomping the shit out of him. Yeah, that's about right. Let's talk about this, because you know this was the talk of wrestling for a few days. I think it really 
distracted from the event itself. And there's been some that have suggested that WWE needs to shut this off from the fans, that you know, it should just be the families and, and the colleagues of their of the those being inducted should be a part of the ceremony. This year of course they changed the look of the the setup was all different too with the talent being inducted in the ring rather than on a stage. You know, we have this event. It's it's crazy how this happened, Frank, that this guy can jump out of the crowd, jump the guardrail, and get into the ring. It's it's amazing to me that even would happen in today's era. I mean, this is not a local independent show. You know, that this guy today with all the security that's out there, you know, with with the Barclay Center and, you know, Brooklyn, New York, that how did this guy even get in the ring in the first place? But you know, now that this has happened and there's been calls for, you know, the fans have been kind of rude sometimes with the talent up there, that maybe this would be the precursor now to say, look, we're going to shut this off from the fans. It's going to be a closed ceremony. We'll invite the people we want to be invited. But, you know, we were talking again before the show. You know, if Vince does that, he's going to lose a lot of money. Yeah, they're not they're not going to cut anything off from the fans. They They make a lot of money on the Hall of Fame. As far as the ticket sales, okay, and I'm pretty sure they probably, I would dare say, they probably sell merch at the Hall of Fame as well. So they're making money. So why then would they not make money? Okay, I think the setup this year for the Hall of Fame, me personally, I thought it was lazy. Okay, I think it was just they, I, correct me if I'm wrong, was the Hall of Fame the day before uh, Mania or was the NXT show the day before Mania? The Hall of Fame ceremony was Saturday night. Okay. So they just had the NXT takeover Friday night. Right. So, and they did the Hall of Fame at Barclays, correct? Yes. Okay. So they just were lazy and didn't want to take the set down. They didn't want to tear it down. So they kept the shit up, and they kept the ring up, and they just took the ropes off. I don't give a damn! I don't, I don't give a damn! And they put the podium inside, and then they brought the camera over with the teleprompter and all that. It just was a lazy setup to me. The whole thing just was lazy. They just didn't want to tear it down because they knew that they were going to use the same set and everything for Raw and SmackDown. Same building. So it was just lazy. Now, I think next year they'll probably, re- probably revert back to the stage set, which I think is a lot more classier to me. I just think the ring looked just, it just looked you know, Bush League. Yeah, I, I didn't care. It's like a contract that. signing or something, dude. Do you like the way they do it? The NXT was Friday night, and then they do the Hall of Fame Saturday night, and then WrestleMania on Sunday. Do you like that idea, or do you go back to NXT on no, Saturday night? No, you go NXT, you do the Hall of Fame Friday. Give the talent time to rest on Saturday or do access, whatever. Let NXT shine on, on Sunday and or Saturday, and then do WrestleMania on Sunday. I even saw something, Frank, where they suggested make WrestleMania two days. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's a WrestleMania weekend. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to do seven hours, you could have spread that over two days. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's two gates and you got night one of WrestleMania, night two of WrestleMania, I mean, it's like the Great American Bash all over again, you know? Yeah. You know? I, I suggest you listen to the Jim Cornette experience, and he'll talk about the Great American Bash and and how that was a money loser. Well, I mean, Vince is all about money. If he thinks he can get two gates off WrestleMania, you don't think he'll do it? <laughs> yeah, I, he probably would. I, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. 
It wouldn't surprise me. I'm not saying they're going to do this right away, but in the future, WrestleMania could be two days. It could be a Saturday, Sunday. I'm yes. really surprised, man, that we don't even have a show on our Thursday or Friday. I mean, I know SmackDown is probably going to move to Fridays in the fall, but I'm surprised right now we don't have any wrestling shows on Thursdays and Fridays from WWE. Yet. Yet, right. I mean, you still have NXT, you still have uh, 205 Live. And... Right, both are on, both of those are on Wednesday, right? They still do what? They they tape what main event? I don't know what when they air that, but... Uh, That's an uh, international thing, I think. Yeah, so... Content, content, content. So, well, I mean, if it's all about hours on the network, too, if you did two days of WrestleMania, that'd be a lot of hours for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm just waiting for them to bring back Saturday Night's Main Event, and then uh, we'll, we'll probably do uh, WWE Mania, and then we'll do uh, WWE, you know, uh, probably Shotgun Saturday Night will come back, and then we'll have uh, Sunday Night Heat. And then we can add some of the WCW names. We can have uh, WWE Pro. You remember WCW Pro Wrestling back in the day? I do, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll have WWE Pro Wrestling or something like that. No, can't call it Pro Wrestling. We'll have WWE Sports Entertainment. That'll be on the network on Thursdays. And then we'll have WWE Thunder. So, you know, just yep. just just to, just to have all this content of boring-ass shit. It's so funny. You see the... What they announced next year's WrestleMania is in Tampa, and when they do the introduction at the press conference, they can't say wrestling, they can't say the WWE. It's just WWE. You know? Right. Like, no wrestlers. We don't. We're not introducing any wrestlers today. And yeah, what uh, exactly are they out there doing? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, even Vince said that. Vince, Vince said that on the Stone Cold podcast. Vince Stone Cold was out there. I was out there wrestling. Oh, you weren't wrestling. You weren't doing that. Then what the hell was he doing? Sports entertaining. Pro wrestling, damn it. Oh, shit, I guess, man. <laughs> I mean, as we're doing this show right now, I'm sitting in my in my uh, my man cave, and I'm, I'm actually looking at the Eric Bischoff DVD that I have, and, that's, and I believe it's the most controversial man in sports entertainment. That's what they called it. Yeah, that's just a lot. You know, one more thing about WrestleMania. What did you think of the return of Batista? His last match. I was. I didn't watch it. Okay. I mean, what did you think of the build for it and the storyline? I, I didn't. I didn't care for the build for it. I didn't. I, yeah. I mean, it's a little too. It's a little too late. I mean, you had one job, was to go in the ring, and you couldn't even do that right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you couldn't even get that done correctly. You, you had one job, man, and you were going to do the job. All right. And it's just, nobody cared about that match. I think, honestly, Triple H needs to just Retire. probably step away, at the, step away at this point. Yeah. Because the match they did in Saudi Arabia, uh, uh, yeah, was it, what, what was it? Was it Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. The, match did, the match they did in the Saudi got, Arabia. The one he got hurt at. Right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. they did the one in Saudi Arabia with, with uh, brought Shawn Michaels out right. versus Taker and Kane. It was yeah. a complete cluster. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he just, he... Trips is just not that performer that people like hype him up to be. He's another one that's like you know he believes his own his own hype. He's not. You know what I'm saying? Has he had a, a has he had a Hall of Fame career? Absolutely. Sure. No one is doubting that. Okay, but at the same time, it's like let's just be honest here, dude. Yeah, you have you 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 have probably have a great mind for the business. No, I'm not doubting that. But the only reason why you're in the position you are in is because of who you married. That's it. That's how you were able to become an executive. 
as they were able to get, you know, to, to go down there and, and revamp this NXT and, and to do what you guys are doing with it now, okay? And the thing about it, the thing that bothers me the most about Triple H is you, you keep, you know, you keep, you know, uh, shit bags like Terry Taylor employed, you know, when, when all the all the bad shit I've heard about this guy, you know, that's that's the problem I have with Triple H. And just, you know, I don't I don't know, man. Just at this point, he needs to retire. Oh yeah, just be done with it. Your 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 last two performances, <laughs> yeah, from the ring. Yeah. Your last two performances have sucked. You just you just don't you don't have it anymore. You're just not the player. You're just not the you're not the game anymore. I wish somebody would go out there. I know it's not gonna happen. You know, like Roman Reigns comes out and says, "Oh, it's my yard now." Why well, wish somebody would come out there and say, "I'm the game." So so let me get this straight. They 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 let Batista and Triple H go for about 25 minutes in length. Okay. While you cut Kurt and Corbin down to six minutes, you cut Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe down to one minute. Right. So that you can have 25 minutes of that match. Well, is it? It was it 25 minutes, including the long ass entrances. Oh, it was probably longer than that. I mean, that's that's the bell to bell. 24, 24 right. minutes and 45 seconds. Like it's 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 25 it's minutes. Is, is Triple H having some type of a crisis or something? Because, I mean, all of a sudden now, do you think he's a biker? I don't get it. Uh, poor Joan Jett. She, she had to wait to midnight to perform her song. It's like, Jesus. She did pretty good, though. She did. Yeah. yeah. She still got it. So has it. She did pretty good. I, I, I put her performance up there with, with Motorhead, with Living Color, when they did Cult of Personality. Same building. Yeah, somebody was pointing out that whenever you have your entrance performed you lose is that, is that right <laughs> uh shit yes like, yeah so had motorhead perform him twice at uh wrestlemania he lost both times yes then you had cm punk have uh cult's personality performed by living color he lost a taker so yes i think there's something to that and, and rousey now lost with joan jett out there so right, right. <laughs> so the, the 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 notion here is if you are going to be in the big stage, don't have your entrance music performed. So. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that could be. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that could be the case. And, and and also the old thing of you losing your hometown. So. Yeah, I guess that rule still applies, doesn't it? Uh, it, it probably for, does. For the most part. Not always, but a lot of times. Right. Yeah. I well, mean, what Ronda Rousey should have said to them was, I, I refuse to lose in New Jersey. She could have did, did the Bret Hart. So you think in this match, she should have went over? Yes, I, I do believe that. Because it, it, you know, because, because it, it becomes to a point where WrestleMania got too predictable, the outcomes. They did. Okay, first of all, first of all, you already knew Kofi was going to win because they already had the belt at ringside. Yep. Already with his, with his side plates on it. Yep. So you already knew that he was going to win. I, knew, I noticed that the first time when Biggie brought that damn box out, I was like, oh, they got a table out there. What, what are they doing? And then they put Daniel's uh, championship on top of the table. I'm like, there's a belt under there. Okay, I'm a belt, you know, collector, so I know, you know, how it looks. So I'm like, there's a belt under there. So I'm pretty sure he's going to go over in this match. Not to take away from the moment. It was a great moment. But you already knew what was going to happen. Just like we knew that Brock was going to lose the Universal title. Just like we knew Becky was going to win the women's championship because they have been building to her getting her moment. 
You knew Kurt Angle was going to lose his retirement match. You knew he was going to lose. You knew Batista was going to lose. Right. Okay. You knew Samoa Joe was going to destroy Rey Mysterio. Not not that quickly, but... Not that quickly. You knew damn well he was going to beat him. Yeah. You knew Roman Reigns was going to beat Drew McIntyre. And why did they move Rey Mysterio to to Raw? I I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It don't make a lot of sense to me, but, you know... <laughs> what does make this me is I mean why why did the Usos not have that match at Mania with the Hardys? I have no idea. That's I, what it doesn't. I don't understand that. I have. I mean, last night you had the Hardys cutting promos like they're the greatest tag team, and it's like why weren't they at WrestleMania then? In in, in a in a match, not in yeah. the not in the what the Andre the Giant Battle Royal or whatever they were in. So. Well, I mean, that's not their call. No, I mean, but I mean, yeah. Why wasn't the Usos against Hardy Boys at WrestleMania? I mean, it would have made well, a lot more Usos, sense. Usos, Hardys, and a ladder match. Yeah. It would have made a lot more sense than what they did. That Andre, right. the, that Andre the Giant Battle Royal means diddly squat. What is the point of this? I don't know. I mean, does it matter, it doesn't matter who wins. And then this year you had those, those Saturday Night Live clowns out there. Yes. Oh, gosh. I mean, I understand the crossover with mainstream, the, the mainstream, but those guys did nothing for that for that match. Uh, see, I don't even, I, I didn't even know who the hell they were. I don't know who they are either. I just know they're Saturday Night Live guys. Yeah. I don't watch the show. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who the hell they are. To be honest with you. Yeah. I don't watch Saturday Night Live, so yeah. I don't, I don't either. Ah, uh, this show ain't no good. Yeah. Never heard of them, so. Nope. I mean, it ain't Eddie Murphy. Somebody out. did, but uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, all that all that build for Brian Strowman just to get, you know, to, to do a battle royal. It's just, that's the thing about Brian Strowman that I see. It's just Brian Strowman, he just can never quite win the big one. Well, so, at some point he will. I think too much damage has been done. You think so? Oh, yeah. You're, the time to put the belt on him was months ago where he was super hot. What do they see in Baron Corbin then? I don't know what what did they, what did they see in Lars? Ooh, and you know, the funny thing was, Frank, Lars on Monday was part of Raw. Right. So I guess in the roster shakeup, he went from Raw to SmackDown in one night. Oh, I mean, yeah, they go okay. from. I mean, I don't care what the guy does. To be honest, no, with I don't. You. I don't either. I'm just saying, that's a good roster shakeup. One day, one way you change. So it was yeah. even even announced that he was on Raw. Well, well, I mean Next that's night, great. That's I mean, you, you know what I, you know what I see, <laughs> you know, you know what I see when I see Lars Sullivan. Uh, I see Gene Snitsky. I yeah, I I kind of get the same sense too. I'm just waiting for him to say it wasn't his fault. He looks like he probably smelled like Gene Snitsky too. I don't know. I just, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm not trying to be that close to him. I don't know. Yeah. So you don't think he's going to get over? He'll get over because they're, <laughs> because Vince is going to Vince has a hard on for him, so. You know, and just it's just the, the circumstances as to why he didn't debut on the main roster is it's kind of telling, and um, nobody will probably ever know the real deal. I've read that there's people inside the company that thinks it has something to, something to do with a wellness policy, or him thinking he's going to fail a test, so he had to go out and you know put up a front. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't, when the guy came out there, I mean, who gives a shit? I mean, it's weird. He made some weird comments on social media. Right, and sometimes they count that against people, and this time they didn't. So, you know, that's like you said, they must see something in this guy. Well, I mean, they—I'm I'm glad they do. 
Because I, I just don't. I mean, the only thing I can say about Lars is Lars is probably a throwback to the monsters back in the day. That's it. I mean, he might actually have a character. So I don't know. I don't know, man. But there, there's a there's a guy uh, I saw work the other day at the uh, the takeover show. He uh, he wrestled uh, Pete Dunn. Uh, his name is Walter. Walter, yes. Yeah. He's a man. There's, that guy right there is money. There could be the man right there. Yeah, that guy is that guy right there is money. Yep. He'll be on the main roster in no time. Well, maybe a year. No, knowing them, no. how they do things now. <laughs> I mean, shoot, I mean, but he just became the UK champ, so right. It might be a while yet. It might be a while. I mean, they probably want him over there to to establish the brand. You know, they they, they like I said, they got stuff. I mean, they're they're even talking about you know NXT Japan. Okay, they're they're trying to do so much stuff. They've really they they've they've raided all the indies. They picked up all this talent. They're leaving nothing for nobody. You know what I'm saying? So now they might have a little competition this fall, right? They might have an alternative. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing that AEW doesn't don't make that mistake of of going up there and trying to be competition like TNA tried to do. And now they have Jim Ross. That's a plus. That's a positive. Yeah. I, I got to say this. How do you let Jim Ross go? And I know you're not using him. You've got Michael Cole and you got Phillips. And I mean, they're, they're good announcers, but you have Jim Ross. The guy's been there for a long time. He's, I think I looked him up like 67 years old, somewhere in that range. How do you, how do you let this guy go? I mean, he's been a main staple. He's been the voice of your product for so long. How do you let him go? Why don't you find? I mean, you got so many shows too. Why can't you find a spot for this guy? I I don't know, man. It, it's just, it's the same to me as to why Tony Schiavone is not in WWE. Well, Tony's been removed for a long time from wrestling. Tony's been removed, and Tony, but but see, Tony's been back. He's been doing his he's doing his podcast, sex, successful podcast, by the way. What happened when? Um. He's been doing that with Conrad. He's been doing commentary for MLW. Tony still hasn't. So why he's not there, I don't understand. That. Why Tony's not there doing network specials, why Jim Ross is not on the network, I don't understand that. Yeah. I just don't know. At this point, Jim Ross has worked for your company for so long. Find a spot for the guy. Let him do what he wants to do. One of the greatest voices of all time in wrestling, and you just let him go? Really? Really? Just say okay, goodbye. I don't. Well, understand, I don't understand it myself. Well, I tell you what. One, one. I mean, their their loss is somebody else's gain. Yeah, AEW's absolutely, gain. absolutely. You know, yes, that's what it is. So, um, hey, more, more, more power to you know Jim Ross and much more successful Jim Ross, and I think he will help establish the brand AEW moving moving forward. And you know the the rumor mill is running that they're going to be on TNT. So that's a big deal. It is. We might as well mention here as we, as we kind of wrap up here. Uh, that's the rumor. Um, TNT's not had wrestling in a long time. You know, all, March 2001. So it's it's coming. I mean, I mean, you knew when Chris Jericho signed with them, they had something in the works. He wasn't going to go there for beyond pursuit or whatever. <laughs> Whatever the network's right. going to be, you know, they were right. they were going to get a decent contract. Right now they've got the contract. You've got Jim Ross. 
looks like they're moving in the right direction. They've signed some really good talents. You got uh, Kazarian. Um, you've got uh, Christopher Daniels. You've got some. Right. You've got some really good talent there. You've got some good talent. Yeah. But they need a big name. They do. To I would put them that. over yeah. the top. And who uh, is it? Who, who is out there though? That's the thing. Well, here's the thing. Dean if, Ambrose. <laughs> if Dean Ambrose is actually leaving, he would be that guy. Obviously, it would be him. But he's not an A player. I mean, we talked about. He's not an A player, but he is a name in this era. That's true. Yeah. That's 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 the way it. That's that's how you look at it. Yeah. He's not the Macho Man. He's not the Ultimate Warrior. He ain't Sting. He's not Luger, Hogan, Savage, Piper. No. Brett. The, the list goes on and on. Right. But he is a name. Okay. If they really wanted to to, to put him over the top. They they got a bit get a big name and there are not really that many big names left out there that WWE hasn't swallowed up. But he couldn't be Dean, he couldn't be Dean Ambrose. No, he would most likely probably go back to being <laughs> John Moxley. But it doesn't matter because all those fans that are his fans are just going to follow him to see what he's doing over there. That's the way it works. There was an interesting comment made by uh, Don Callis of uh, Impact. They asked him, you know, would you guys be interested in Ambrose, and he said, "Well, anybody would be if assuming he's leaving." So uh, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm not sure that he's leaving. I, I there, there's no indication to me that he's going anywhere. Uh, you keep showing up in dark matches. Okay, let's put it like this: They said supposedly his contract is up at the end of April. Okay, technically we're still, you know, we're we're at the 17th. We're not even in the middle of the month yet. So let's give us some time. And yet, I mean, WWE's putting it over. I mean, they're putting on the final chapter on their network. It's not like, you know, it's back in the day when somebody was leaving, you just stopped talking about them. Right. And they were gone. You phased them out, and they were gone. But now you got the final chapter on the WWE network. So it's it's really strange how this is going down. Well, yeah, it is strange. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not convinced that he's necessarily leaving. If he is leaving, hey, good. If he's not... I mean that's good too. I don't I don't care either way. Um, I just think that if he were to leave, that's a big coup for AEW to pick him up. But I saw some outrageous number they were you know somebody put out there. Oh, they're offering him six million dollars. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, and, come know, on, Frank. They're owned by they're owned by the owner of the Jaguars now. But in the words of Hulk Hogan, brother. You know, when you offer somebody that type of money, there needs to be a track record there. You gotta, you gotta be able to justify that. Uh, Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, ninety-three thousand people at the Silverdome. Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior, WrestleMania six. Uh, Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Piper, you know, WrestleMania. Uh, you know, with Mr. T and Paul Orndorff. Um, yeah, where do you justify Dean Ambrose? Dean Ambrose main event at WrestleMania win. Never. You know, uh, no disrespect to Dean Ambrose, but he just feels like a guy that was the champion by default to me. Not to say that he, he's not a decent worker, but... I, I never got into it myself. I, I, I just, after, after his appearance on Stone Cold Podcast, when he was basically exposed... I was like, nah. See, I never, I never got the gimmick myself. I never, it just never appealed to me. 
Just yeah. like Seth, Seth Rollins doesn't appeal to me. I don't understand what Seth Rollins is supposed to be. Jesus Rollins. I, I don't know. That, that's, that's actually funny because somebody posted a meme about, you know, when, when Daniel Bryan and Kofi, they have the pictures up there for the match. And they said, oh, look, white Jesus versus black Jesus. I, I was saying that when we were talking to Teddy Long back in the day on this hotline. I said he, he feels like Jesus Rollins to me. Yeah. That's, the, that's his look. I, mean, it's, yeah. I just can't help it. He's got that long that's, hair and the, and the beard. and blasphemy. Well. It is what it is. That's what he reminds me of. So, and I guess I'm not the only one that makes that uh, comparison. So, yeah. All right, Frank. Uh, I think we've covered the world of professional wrestling. Is there anything left to talk about? I don't really, don't really think so. Um, if there's anybody out there that wants to check out the YouTube channel, they can check it out. YouTube.com/slash/GurikReportPodcast. That's where you can find uh, some interviews that we've done in the past with the likes of Eric Bischoff. The Hunky Talk Man, Teddy Long, and many, many more. Check it out, youtube.com slash Garrick Report Podcast. Yeah, definitely check it out. Also, uh, all the late-breaking news, one click away at uh, gerwick.net. We just still do have our T-shirt store. If you want to buy a GRP T-shirt, we've got the uh, old Nitro style, the old Raw style are still out there. Or if you just like to support uh, gerwick.net, we got... Uh, the t-shirts out there as well so we always appreciate that and if you do buy a shirt send me a picture we'll put it on social media let everybody know that uh, you're supporting the brand and we definitely do support uh we definitely do uh, appreciate that very much and uh, i guess with that frank we'll uh, wrap it up right here thank everybody for listening and uh tune in next time for the uh the next exciting edition of the grp if you enjoyed today's Gerwick Report podcast, we encourage you to go to gerwick.net at www.gerwick.net, your source on the World Wide Web for all your pro wrestling news since 1997. You can also find all the archives of previous editions of the Gerwick Report podcast there. Additionally, check out our Facebook discussion group. We're on Twitter at Gerwick Report. You can follow us on YouTube, our YouTube channel at Gerwick Report on YouTube. Find us on Stitcher, on TuneIn. Check us out on Instagram. We appreciate your support here at Gerwick.net and the Gerwick Report podcast. Again, check out all your wrestling news at Gerwick.net. And stay tuned for the next edition of the Gerwick Report podcast.